Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. In my Bible reading this last several days, I've been reading through First and Second Chronicles. Well, First Chronicles is not very interesting because there's so much genealogy. It's interesting to see who's tied to who, though. If you listen and you watch that, it's certainly hard to read. But I, I was listening to it on my Bible app, and it's just interesting listening to all those people and realizing who some of them were connected to. But then I got into Second Chronicles, and there's more stories. We see the story about the dedication of the temple. We see the story about Solomon and how God uh, shared with Solomon. I got to share a little bit about that today because it's been on my mind since this morning. This is exactly what I listened to. But I was, I was listening, these scriptures kind of uh, jumped out to me, so I want to share those with you today. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for all those today that are listening. Lord, maybe all over the Treasure Valley, maybe as far as Ontario, and maybe even over into Bliss or Wendell, wherever it might be, wherever they're listening, Lord, be near them. Lord, maybe it's in Fruitland. Maybe it's to the Alger family over there. Lord, I pray a special blessing on them. Maybe it's to Caldwell. Maybe it's to my friend, Nathel. Lord, maybe it's over in Middleton. Maybe it's to my friend, Ellen. Lord, maybe it's in Cuna. Maybe it's in Napa, wherever it might be. Touch hearts, open minds. May they hear from you. May their lives be changed. Lord, I give you thanks for everyone and everyone that listens to Christian radio. Bless their lives this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, the Lord in the Old Testament appeared to Solomon, as he did to many others, and he shared some great things with Solomon. When Solomon had finished the temple, this is in the seventh chapter, verse 11, when Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, Can you imagine this, hearing from the Lord personally, just straight from God, the voice of God? Can you imagine this? That had to be, I mean, you probably fall on your knees just immediately. You're so taken back by it. He says, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and I will hear their land. Listen to what God said. He says, when I shut up the heavens so there's no rain. What is God saying? I control the rain. I control the weather. I can do whatever I want with the weather. One time in at a family, at a youth camp, there was this boy, and he started prophesying, and it was the most amazing thing that I've ever heard in my life. To this day, it's the most amazing thing. This kid heard from God, and, and it was proved in many different ways, and it, it caused a revival of all sorts that changed lives, but God spoke through him, and as he was getting into the car, coming back home, as they brought him home like a 1 o'clock after this experience, which I don't have time to go into right now, it was raining hard, and uh, lightning was hitting in the camp, actually hitting in the grounds. And he got in and he said, these are the tears of God. 
He is disappointed in what's going on. He's disappointing that this land needs purge and the lightning. He's trying to purge this place. And I may tell you, there was a moving of the Holy Spirit that day that absolutely changed lives, changed our church forever because the kids came back. Uh, Pastor Brian, my former associate, shared a testimony, and it was absolutely the most moving time that I've ever been involved with. But yes, God, it says, he shuts up the rain or he commands the locusts to devour the land. He sends a plague amongst the people. God sends a plague. God is in ultimate control. You know, sometimes we just think life happens. Folks, God is in control. Mount St. Helens went off in 1980. My wife and I were right there. We were, we were in Vancouver, Washington. We came out of church, and there it was. It was a huge flume. It looked like Hiroshima. It looked to me, it reminded me of when we saw the, the pictures of when Hiroshima was bombed. That flume was huge. It was huge. It ended up going east, of course, and it didn't come our way, so we were fortunate because we drove out towards there. We had a picnic at Battleground Lake, which is right close to that that day, and we were driving out towards that, and of course, people were saying, don't do that and go the other direction. And I don't think people realized the fear. And of course, many people were killed because it just went down the Tootle River and it just destroyed the land. It made caverns, it wiped out hills. It was an amazing thing, the power of Mount St. Helens. But do you think God had something to do with that? Well, certainly. God controls the weather. God controls life. God knows what he's doing and why things happen the way they do. I don't know, and I'll never know because I'm certainly not God, and I'm certainly not going to say why God allows or does or, you know, implies. And we have all sorts of people that come up with all these scientific things. We're watching this uh, thing on the book of Genesis now and about and how God, uh, you know, formed this world and how things have changed over the years. And it just it's very interesting. And uh, Dale Tackett shares, and it's, it's just a really neat – I can't remember what it's called, but it's about Genesis and – very, very impressive, I can tell you that. But he goes on to say, God goes on to tell Solomon, if my people, if, okay, you hear that? If my people, who are called by name, will humble themselves and will pray and will seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Well, folks, the biggest word in that whole passage is if. If my people, if the people of Boise, Meridian, Caldwell, Napa, Middleton, Notice, Greenleaf, Mountain Home, Rimrock, Grandview, wherever it might be, Idaho City, Horseshoe Bend, if my people who call upon my name will hear me, will seek my face, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. People, we need healing. We need the power of God. He says, then he goes on to say, now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. As for you, if you walk before me faithfully, as David your father did, he's talking to Solomon, if you walk before me, and again, there's that word again, if you walk before me faithfully, as your father David did, and do all I command you and observe, observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne as I covenanted with David your father when I said you shall never fail to have a successor to rule over Israel. But then he says this. Here's another big word. But, 
And there's that if word again. But if you, but if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from my land, which I have given them, and will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. I will make it by word and an object of ridicule among all peoples. This temple will become a heap of rubble. All who pass by will be appalled and say, Why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this temple? People will answer because they have forsaken the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who brought them out of Egypt and have embraced other gods, worshiping and serving them. That is why he brought disaster, all this disaster to them. People of God, we have to follow God. We have to follow his precepts. We have to follow what he has for us. Because you know what? As he told Solomon, people of God, today people are forsaking God more than ever. All of a sudden, you know, church churches are going downhill. Church attendance is taking a tumble across the, the world, the nation. Why? Because God's not that important to them. I mean, we even see it in, in local churches. You know, we see how we used to be in church three to five hours a week for different things. Now it's hard to get people for one hour and to have them serve or decide they want to do something to help the church. That's difficult, too. We just give God so little of our time. People give him so little of their income, too. We don't give to God. People wonder why they're not blessed. I can tell you why you're not blessed. If you're not giving to the Lord, you know what? He blesses those that honor him. I have story after story in my own personal life how God blessed us incredibly because we felt a call to give to something, and the Lord showed us his hand over and over again. It's like, God, why would I ever deny you? Why would I ever not put you first? And that's what he was trying to get Solomon to do in his leadership, to, you know, put God first, to honor God in everything that he did. You know, God certainly has a plan for everyone. He has a plan for every single person listening today. The first question you have to ask yourself, are you following God? If my people who are called by my name will honor me. If, if the people listening to KBXL 94.1 in the Treasure Valley will honor me, I will bless them. I will lead them. I will open up doors for them. If the United States of America will follow the Lord, he will bless our country. He will bless our land. Oh, instead, we want to get into political battles. We want to fight politics. We want to fight because we don't like this or we don't like that. But I'm telling you what, you always fight on the side of going with the Word of God and God's truth. You know what? I believe in the power of the living God. I believe in His truth. I believe in life that God has given us. I believe He's breathed life into every single human being. I believe that He wants us to follow Him and honor Him. I believe He wants us to be a one nation under God, serving him and recognizing us because of him we have this great nation. And I pray that God blesses our leadership. I pray God blesses our president, Donald Trump. Lord, and though people don't believe in him, though people have a hard time because he turns he turns them off with things, I pray God would bless him, that God would help him draw closer to him each and every day. 
We need that. I pray God would help the Republicans, and that God would help the Democrats, that we would come together and honor the Lord Jesus Christ in all we do. God loves us. He has a plan for our lives like he did Solomon's. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.